Hello everybody, I'm Rishus Rabbi Krohn. I'm learning the shul today is sponsored as a schutz for Rafua for our friend Gami Frankel. Gamliel David Levish Ben Rudel Chaya. You should have a quick and quick and easy and speedy recovery. Um, as well as it should be as, as a chutz for Rafua for Abi Mori David Ben Leifreida. So we are on Daf Yud Tesamet Bays, the last two lines, and just to refresh. Um, we're in the middle of a very complicated subject, um, talking about different levels of tahara that people would do, um, and we had talked about intent, that if you have intent to either treat something a certain way, or you went to the mikvah with a certain intent of tahara, that that intent played a role. So where we are right now is two lines from the bottom of Yotesama Beis, where it says Amarav Mari. Um, and if you have, happen to have the ability to use an art scroll, I recommend it because this is kind of complicated and I'm sure I'm not going to do justice to explaining it well, but we'll see how, we'll try to do it as best as we can. Amaramari, Shmamina, we learn from our Mishnah. Chulin Shemnasu Altaras HaKodesh. You have Chulin, something that is not sanctified. And you happen to have people that do, that want to treat it like it's Kodesh. If you look at the Rashi, the last Rashi, Shemnasu Altaras HaKodesh. Adam Hirgil Echo Kachim. So you have someone like a Kohen who's used to eating truma and eating Kachim. The Kabbalah, he accepts upon himself, to always only eat things that are at that higher level of sanctity. So that all the people in his household are, are always familiar with that level of Tahara. So even though, in theory, he only need, they only need to, be, um, to absorb that level when they're eating. Um, kachim, they even treat the chulin they to eat at that same level and they maintain that higher level of sanctity. Um, so if they, they have chulin that they do, that they treat it and they prepare it with the tahara of a level of kodesh, kodesh it's like the kodesh itself. Mimai, how do we learn this? Turning to chafamiralef. Midlokatani behemala. Since the Mishnah doesn't teach a separate level about them. So the Mishnah taught number of levels, and it taught different things, but it didn't specify anything about um, this type of thing. So, so the Dilma Hai Delokatani Bahumal. Maybe the reason Gemara asks, maybe the, the reason it didn't mention it um, is because the E Truma. If that food is similar to Truma, Hai Tani Truma, we would already know about Truma. It would teach it as Truma. And if they're similar to Chulin, Haitan and Chulin, it would have been taught similar to Chulin. The we learned in a different in a Mishnah in Taharos. Chulin Shenasu Al Taras Hakodesh. The Chulin that were prepared according to the Tahara standard of Kodesh, Harihenka Chulin. They're like regular Chulin. Rabbi Lezim and Sadak Omer Harihenka Truma. They're like Truma. So again, this Mishnah is using the terminology of Chulin when it's if for the opinion that says it is Chulin, and for the opinion that says it's more Kodesh, is using the terminology of Truma. So it doesn't seem to be um, an option of, the, of this Chulin Shenasa Kodesh. So it doesn't seem to make sense. So Gemara tries to try a different proof. Ela Misefa, we can learn from the end of our Mishnah. Yosi ben Yoezer Hayachasit Shedekahuna. He was. The, um, very strict in his kahuna, in his in his priesthood. And his the napkins that he used or was considered tame through midras. Midras is a type of tuma where you if you have contact with something, um, 
Lakoder. So even though he maintained this higher level, he was a very high level Kohen, um, his garments or his, you know, cloth utensils were considered Tame through Midrash for those who followed Kodesh. Yochanan ben Gudgada haya ochel atarasa Kodesh kaliyamav. He, Yochanan ben Gudgada, ate his chulin at this higher standard of Tahara Kodesh his entire lifetime. Vayamit pafto Midrash lachatas. Yet, his napkin, his his garments, were considered Tame Midras for someone who handled Chatas. Um, lachatas ain. Implication is that for Chatas, um, this is for Chatas, for Chatas. The implication is for Chatas, his, his napkin is considered Tame Midras. But Kodesh, no, but for Kodesh, it's not. So, so it seems to imply that uh, at a Kodesh level, it would work, according to this other opinion. Alma Kasavar, so the Mishnah maintains, Chulin Shinasu Altaras Kodesh, Bekodesh Damu. That if you have Chulin and you treat it as a Kodesh, then it, it actually is as if it's Kodesh. So now we're going to talk a little bit about um, certain people that would were more stringent with some of the extra laws of Tuma and Tahara. Um, and and um, we're going to get into an, a concept called Hesachadas. Hesachadas, uh, many of us are familiar with, is like when you stop concentrating on what you're supposed to concentrate on. So when it comes to a concept of Tahara, of, of, of purity, that concept of Hesachadas means that if you're required to maintain focus on something to ensure that it remains holy, if your focus is broken, then you, in theory, don't have a guarantee that the Tahara is maintained. So Amur of Yonasan ben Elias ben Elazar. Yonasan ben Elazar said, "Nafa ma'arfa tohimenu." So you have one of these people who is maintaining this higher level of tahara, and his shawl fell off of him, and it fell to the ground. Amur Chaveiro, if he says to his friend, "Tunali, give it to me. Give me the shawl. Pick it up and give it to me." Unasanalo, and he gives it to him. Tmeya, it becomes. It's considered tame. Because um, once once it fell off of him and he relied on another person to pick it up, it became this hesachadas. It was like this split of his attention. So as a result of the split of his intention, he no longer has the total focus on the item to maintain his tahara. So therefore, it become according to this opinion, it becomes tummy. Amar Rav Yonah, son ben Amram, another ruling. Even more, another another case. Someone had Shabbos clothes, and they got mixed up and with his weekday weekday clothes, meaning he intended to take out his weekday clothes, and instead he inadvertently took out his Shabbos clothes. Nitzba'u, they're tummy. Um, um, they're tummy. So he thought he was putting on his, his Wednesday shirt, and instead he took out his Shabbos shirt and put it on. So because he did not mean to right level of focus, he didn't, you know, and, and I think some of the Farshim say that you know, clothes of Shabbos have an even higher level of guarding for their sanctity. But in any case, because he, he lost his focus and he took out the wrong garment, um, meaning he wasn't fully focused on it, then you consider it Tame. Another ruling, Amrel of Lezer and Sadok. Masa Nashim Chaveros. There were two women who were Chaveros. Chaveros means that they were very careful with Hilchas Tehuma and Tahara. Um, so they went to the bathhouse. And as a, when they when they came out of the bathhouse, they accidentally um, took used picked up each other's clothing. So Uba Masalapni Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Akiva they, they came to Rabbi Akiva to discuss what to do with him and he considered that Tem Tame. So because they they 
weren't guarding their clothing themselves the entire time, and they picked up a garment that belonged to somebody else, and that garment, they had no sense of knowing um, if it was tahor or not, because it was guarded by another person up until that point, meaning meaning if um, Lady One picked up Lady Two's shirt and put it on, Lady One was only focused on Lady One's shirt. So like for putting on, picking up Lady Two's shirt and putting on Lady Two's shirt, um, she's picking up something that in theory is not, she doesn't, she does not have concentration on and vice versa, right? So in, in this case as well, you, they would say that for these Haveras who are very careful with Tahara, um, their shirts, these shirts or these clothing would be considered tummy. So Maskifle Rabbi Osha, Rabbi Osha objects to this. Elamata, if this is the case, Someone puts his hand into a basket, and his intent is to remove a loaf of bread made out of wheat. But also Instead, he took out a loaf of bread made out of barley. did Would you say that that's tummy as well? Because in the split second from when he put his hand in, when he, he picked the wrong thing, he may not have had full concentration. And if you're going to say yes, that that's really the case, and someone is guarding a barrel on the presumption that it has wine. And he finds out that the barrel actually had oil in it. Tahora militame. It is tahor regarding um, to make, um, from a purity perspective. So even though he was looking at something and it wasn't the thing that he thought he was looking at, he was watching a barrel thinking it was wine, it was a barrel of oil, they still consider it tahar by virtue of him guarding it, regardless of the fact that he would have the wrong notion of what it was inside. The Gemara answers, according to your reasoning, you go to the end of that same baraisa. It said, you're allowed to be, to, it's tahar from a, from a tumma perspective, but however, you're not allowed to eat it. Um, you're not allowed to eat the, the oil. Even though the oil can't is not tame, it itself is not allowed to be eaten. So Amai, why should this be the case? Gamar answers, Amaravi Yirmiya, but Omer, when the person said, Shemartia Midavra I guarded the contents of the barrel from something that would make it tame. But I did not guard the barrel against something that would make it um puzzle, something that would invalidate the item from being from being um consumed. So it's a, it's a very fine distinction, but it's basically that because the person was guarding the barrel from a, tum, uh, from a Tahara perspective, it's okay, but because he had the wrong contents in mind, it makes the contents problematic. So the Gemara asks, Is there such a thing as partial guarding, meaning that you're only guarding regarding the, the Tama and Tahara, but you're not guarding about the, whether the item is valid to use or not? And yes, there is. Vatanya went to Brisa. Someone puts his hand into a basket with figs. And the basket was on his shoulder. And inside, the saw, inside of it was some sort of utensil. Let's call it a, a shovel or a fork or something like that. It was in the basket. He was concentrating on the saw and he thought that there was only figs inside. He had no idea that there was this, this utensil inside. So he was guarding the basket, he was guarding the contents, thinking he was guarding a basket that was a basket with figs in it. Hasal tahor, the basket is tahor, but magrefa tamea, but the utensil is tamay. Since he didn't know it was there, even though he was guarding it, it still becomes tamay. So the Gemara asks, hasal tahor, is the basket tahor, but tamay, ha magrefa vasal, shouldn't the 
utensil caused the basket to become tummy? Our answer is in kli mitame kli. One utensil cannot, cannot contaminate another utensil. Um, so uh, some, any type of utensil can only get a contractuma. If you, you see the art scroll, explains this in the note. A utensil can contractuma only from an avatuma. Since it is uncommon for a utensil to be an avatuma, uh, this type of utensil cannot contaminate the basket. So the utensil can't contaminate the basket. If Gemara asks further, but the utensil should contaminate what's in the basket, meaning the figs. So the Gemara explains the brace. I'm a Ravina, but Omer, you're dealing with a situation where someone says, I guarded the, the, the utensil, or you guarded this from something that would render it tame. But then I guarded from something that would render it puzzle. Meaning I guarded the entire unit. Um, I didn't guard the individual item to make sure that it was okay. So it's similar to our case where you're guarding a barrel which has oil in it, but you think you're guarding a barrel that has wine in it. So tier two, you're guarding a basket that has figs in it, not realizing you're guarding a basket that has figs and a utensil in it. In any case, it's a problem. Um, how, how can we think this way? So the Gemara, Gemara um, pushes us even further. Oh, and even more so. Mostly of Rabbi Barabua. Rabbi Barabua brought another Baraisa. Masa Isha Achas. It was once a woman. Shaba Lifne Rabbi Yishmael. She came to Rabbi Yishmael. She said to him, Rabbi, Begedze Raktiv Tahara. I wove this garment with Tahara. But I was not, and did not have in mind to constantly be managing it and, and keeping in mind that it, it's Tahar. So again, it's, it's it, the actual. Um, all the events associated with creating the garment, she's saying, she made with Tahara, even though she wasn't intending to do this with Tahara. And so Rabbi Yishmael asked her a lot of questions. As part of those questions, she, he identified, Armelo, Rabbi, um, she said to him, that as part of the process, one of her friends that happened to be a Nida um, helped her do something with uh, attaching a rope to a loom. So as part of his inter- his uh, interrogation of her, um, he was able to identify that even though she thought that she had um, done this whole thing with Tahara, because she did not have a focus and concentration to do it with Tahara, there was one minor part of one minor step that was actually done that caused it to become Tame. I'm Rabbi Yishmael. About this, Rabbi Yishmael said, How great are the words of the Chachamim? that they would say, if one has in mind to guard something, it's tahar. If you do not have in mind to do it, then you have to consider it tame. That even though, even though you, you might think that everything it's everything that you do is perfect and it causes it to be tahar, if you're not focusing on it and trying to do it the right way, it still should be considered tame. Another example, someone came before Rabbi Yishmael. Amrullah, she said to him, Rabbi, this cloth I wove fully b'tahara. And I didn't have in mind to keep it to keep it tougher. But I know that I, I did all the steps right. And as part of him, again, asking a lot of questions, Amrullah, she said to him, Rabbi, Nema Nispika Li. The, there was the thread that I used, the thread that I was used to, ripped, and I tied it by putting it into my mouth. Um, and as a result, that because this, this um, thread stripped, this, this, this thread tore, I put it in my mouth to, to tear it, 
Um, the arts girl no quote to, um, explains. And I think it comes from Rashi that she was she might have been Anida at the time that this happened. So she because she put this in her mouth, um, it would cause a bit to become tame. So again, a very minor part of a minor part of a minor step was done because she didn't have in mind to do this fully with Tahara, even though on recollection she could say every step that I did was fine, um, because she didn't do it that way, um, it was he was able to rule that it was Tameh. Um, Rabbi Shmali said again, the words of If um, the Chachamim said, if you had in mind to do something for keeping it tar, tar, aim belibo lishamro tamay. If you did not have in mind to keep it tar, um, you have to consider it tamay. So again, if you do things with intent, and you do things, you know, and you have the, the plan and the intent, then then it works well. So with this, we'll stop. Um, again, our learning should be a schluss for all of Chol Yisrael, um, for Gami, and for all, all, all others that need a refuah. We should see very quickly a refuah to all Chol Yisrael who need it, and a Yeshua for all of us. And I look forward to um, seeing everyone in person as quickly as possible, hoping everyone is well and safe, and we will continue again next time. Thank you very much.